This week on The Clubhouse, Anthony and I are joined by comedian Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy is the host of the Never Not Funny podcast, which you should all immediately go and subscribe to at either podcast.com or earwolf.com. It is my absolute favorite podcast on the planet. You can get more info on Jimmy's stand-up dates at jimmypardo.com. Jimmy graciously invited us into his studio in Los Angeles to record this episode. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I am Manish Jane, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Hello. Our guest today is the host of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. He is a brilliant stand-up comic and a podcasting pioneer, one of my comedy heroes, if it were. I'm very excited about today. But as always, on our show, his only credit that matters is that he is a fan of the Chicago White Sox. For joining us in the clubhouse today... Mr. Jimmy Pardo. Hello. Well, what, wait, wait. I didn't know where to jump in. I, yeah, I, I no, thank he, you for all those li- nice words. He likes to be very official in the in the intro. Uh, that's why I didn't want to you step know, on it. He I likes did, to I be really to... like you know like I'm going to do this. Well, because also in, in, well, in post you'll hear it in post. Our wonderful producer Zach will add in an announcer voice to me and a crowd chat cheering. Got to do all something because that, that. Oh uh, yeah, in the moment it sounds that made awful. Me feel less important. Oh, I'm I've... sitting right here and I know it's me. <laughs> I fully appreciate that. The the authority, as Anthony said, the the serious tone that you took. Uh, now you had a question. Anthony? Yeah, what awards? What what awards do podcasts get? Um, forgive me, I we don't won know. the uh, the uh, none of your business award. We got that one, and we got the uh, no, we won uh, the rooftop comedy award back in two thousand six. What is that you ask? Yes. Sure, we all ask questions. Yeah, uh, rooftop was a festival in uh, I want to say Aspen, Colorado. And uh, you so want to say, but you you're not saying it. Might be Denver, but you no, want I know to. it's not Denver. It's okay. Aspen. It could be uh, Aspen. Yeah, okay. could be Vale. Mm-hmm. It's Aspen. Boulder. No, I know it's not Boulder. We can rule Boulder out. Okay, it's Aspen. Uh, I think it's Aspen. Okay. So we won that award. All right. Uh, we've also been on, you know, the best of the year at iTunes. Yes. The best of. Yes. You know, uh, I stole that straight from Jimmy. That's that's how I've heard him uh, introduce. Yeah, I call it. I call this yeah. the award winning podcast. Yeah, we have so, a trophy. We have a trophy somewhere hidden behind Paul Stanley over there. Yeah. And then we uh, okay, we've been on every best of list. Anthony, don't yeah. question. <laughs> The success. I'm a pioneer. You're, You're in my pioneer. dojo. Yeah, we're we we're, are, and we are out west. We're in the great western frontier of this U.S. of A. We so are. We are recording. It's fitting uh, that you are a pioneer in the land of right pioneers. Mine came of here. gold. He is. Yes. I'll tell you. You know, he is one of. The, I've been. I've been on the podcast bandwagon for a long, long time since I think '07. I want to say. You yeah. Know, I've been with you pretty much since the beginning. Not just you, but you know. Because, you know, I, long before Mark Maron had his wonderful... Oh, does Mark have one? Yeah, I didn't know about that. You know, he had the president on. I didn't hear about that. I didn't that. hear about I that didn't either. Hear one word about that. That's interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, uh, uh, Jimmy has been doing this for a very... March of 2006. Yes, he does this phenomenal podcast-a-thon that I, every year, I think for the last four years, maybe, I have stayed up in on the East Coast from beginning to Thank end you like for doing a lunatic and, and watched every second of it. Uh, <laughs> this is embarrassing, but one year... Two years ago, I was in Chicago with my family, and I purposely uh, scheduled it around so I'd be driving home from Chicago to New York 
at the time the oh, podcast had started. How's that embarrassing? So That's I could perfect. listen to the entire thing as I drove home, and it was perfect. And how did you do that? Do you listen on the stream? Basically. Via streaming on the web. Yeah. The so I basically web. just had my. Uh, uh, that was around the time when I did my, uh, so two years ago, I drove 17,000 miles in 95 days to see a baseball game at all 30 MLB stadiums. Wonderful. And I basically hooked my phone up to the, the car and would listen to streaming baseball games on, you know, 13 hour drives by yourself. Yes. It was never not funny and baseball that would keep me sane and alive as I drove from town to town in this great land watching Thank ball you games. for keeping him sane and alive. Otherwise, I would not be here right now. <laughs> no. A, my pleasure. B, yes. you're welcome. Yes. And sane is a stretch. We'll just call no, it, you know, boy. alive. Well, no, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've done those trips. Uh, not, not for baseball games, but traveling this great land of ours, doing one-nighters across the country and driving from, you know, uh, Chicago to uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. Yep. But back in the late 80s, early 90s, where we didn't have streaming and it was, everything was, you know, AM radio. And AM, and, yeah. Like you know, eight track. No, not that far back. Eight we track. Did, nope. I did have an eight track for a short period of time yep. when I sat by the pool, but uh, we listened to Rush Limbaugh on a regular basis. Uh, not that I'm a Excuse me. fan by any means, yeah. but it was like the only thing. Yeah. That, it would cap uh, as you grow, as you, it would follow you as you drove west on I-80. So sure. you yeah. always had Rush keeping you from city to city to listen. To now, do you like listening to baseball on the radio? Or, or streaming like I living out here to do the you... White Sox on radio. Yeah. How are you uh, radio guys? Because your television guys, uh, God bless them. No, you're wrong. I'm gonna. I'll fight the death for I, Hawk. Uh, I, I, I love Hawk. Hawk. Love him. Oh no! Love you Hawk and Harrison. I are gonna have some words. I love Hawk Harrelson. Really? He is entertaining. Yes, he's redundant. He's over the top. He's flowery. He's ridiculous. But he's entertaining. I love Sad Hawk. I love <laughs> this. Go- this ball game is <laughs> over. over. It happened. Yeah. It's anytime. Uh, it's, it's a bit of Schadenfreude of of you know. When that ball comes down, yeah. <laughs> what we've been waiting for over the past three hours and six minutes, this gal game over. And then <laughs> Steve Stowe just in the background. Ah, okay, okay, Hawk. I don't know how he puts up with him. When he goes silent, when he goes silent oh, for two worst. minutes, you're like, Hawk, come on. I do. I think he's great. I do hate when he pouts like a baby. Yes. You know, it's like Ron Santo was the same way, though. Ronnie would be no, of course. You but know, Ron, and but, Phil Hughes would be wouldn't know what to do. No, but, but Phil could, I think, tease him more than I think Steve can tease uh, Hawk. There's no question about that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, when Ron would go, oh, jeez, God, <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pat would like, well, Ronnie, that's perfect. You know, that's right, Ronnie. The Cubs just blew another. I love God. I love Phil Hughes. You know, I do you too. remember the the, the little uh, when Ron uh, again? God rest his soul. Um, and Randy Hundley filled in for. Uh, yeah, I remember Randy. Yes, and, and Randy would just be a dumb old hillbilly. Yes, and then and Phil and he would say something that may not have made sense or about baseball, and Phil would would get it back on track. That's right, Randy, and then yes. bring it back into yes. baseball. Yes, because he'd go oh, almost worse than Hawk. He'd be like. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's like taking a banjo and flapping against the hat of a nun walking down Broadway. Yeah. That's right, Randy. Nuns wear hats. Back to, like it would be like it would be yes. like that like yes. almost like shut up, dummy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But who are your who are your radio guys? Our radio guys are Ed Farmer, a former White Sox hurler, I think uh, for the Phillies. He threw for the Phillies as well in the seventies. Mm-hmm. And uh DJ Darren Jackson. Do I God, I hate to be this public about it. Hate him. Really? Hate him. Why? Ed Farmer, here's the thing, and this will bore everybody. Ed Farmer was a great color guy when John Rooney was the uh, was the play-by-play guy for the White Sox. Uh, I actually loved Wayne uh, when it was John Rooney and Wayne Hagen. They were they were phenomenal, a great team. 
Uh, but they sounded alike, so they had to say each other's names at the end of every sentence. That's amazing. It would be like, uh, there's a yeah, ground ball the first. That's right, Wayne. What do you think, John? <laughs> <laughs> Just name, 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 name. Uh, but they were great together. And then Wayne Hagen went on to do the, the Rockies, and I apparently uh, was hated. Uh, so anyway, Ed Farmer was great when he replaced Wayne Hagen. And, and John Rooney and Wayne Hagen, uh, I'm sorry, uh, John Rooney and, and Ed Farmer were phenomenal. And then John wanted money. I don't know what happened. And so he went to the Cardinals. And oh, God. I, ap- I apologize. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I forget your cup fan. It's like, <laughs> look at your hat and shirt. Yes. Uh, and then they promoted Ed Farmer to um, uh, play-by-play guy. I don't think he's really that suited for it. And they had Chris Singleton in there. I don't remember Chris Singleton played out there. Yeah. Horrible broadcaster. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Handsome. Yes. They put him in a suit and put him on ESPN for a yes. couple seasons. Yes. And, but he was a horrible yeah. uh, color guy. Then Darren Jackson uh, was with uh, Hawk. It was uh, after uh, Tom Pachorek left. Uh, so got, Hawk's been there for a long, the long, 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 long time. In the late 80s? Years. Was this in the late 80s? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, okay. Like 86, 87, I want to say. Well, there. then, you know, he was the GM for a little while. That's what it was, yeah. Hawk he, was the yeah, GM. Hawk was the GM. wants you. <laughs> guy's on the poster. The GM's <laughs> on the poster to promote the team. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh... Darren Jackson, I believe, I, I don't know if there was somebody in between. I don't remember. Uh, Darren Jackson replaced Tom Pachorek. In my head, he did anyway. And it was it was Hawk and Darren Jackson, and they had zero to no chemistry. Yeah. And then I basically think they were going to fire Darren Jackson. This is all in my head. Because Steve Stone filled in when Darren couldn't uh, be there for a couple times. And, the, and Hawk Because Steve, Steve's departure from the Cubs was kind of messy, if I remember Because correctly. he was bad-mouthed. He was, well, he was being honest, right? Yeah. 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 Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought I, had, I thought somebody had more to add. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I feel like I'm running my mouth. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Stoney filled in. Stoney, I'm not friends. Steve Stone <laughs> filled in. You go for, way back for uh, for uh, DJ Darren Jackson and uh, the feisty one, and uh, they were great together. And so then I think they were going to get rid of Darren Jackson and and replace him with Steve Stone, which they did on television, and then they gave Darren the option. To uh, to do uh, color on the radio with that farmer. Okay. And the two of them try so hard to be funny. Uh, Darren Jackson doesn't let anything slide. He doesn't let like if, if it's a if it's a if it's a joke, DJ will negate it. He'll like he'll be the guy that'll go. Well, yeah. Well, that can't happen because yeah. Oh, so now they've got to talk for two minutes about how it did work mm. or it didn't work, and they just they don't. Again, my opinion, they don't mesh. They're horrible. I love when it's an away game and I'm in my car. Yeah, so, so you I listen could, to the away feed. But yes. can, but do do you use the you app? And is that how you do I'm it? Assuming I mean, you got app. I, well, yeah, I, get, I do have. I do, but I use in my car. I have the uh, oh, Sirius. Sirius. Oh, Sirius, right? Okay, okay. And they only Sirius only ever does the home. The home. Yeah. Uh, got it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but your guys, uh, your radio guy Dickerson. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, hold on. Let me see. What they have saying? to be my favorite. Thank oh, you. Wow. They are. They are absolutely phenomenal. Well, but I don't know. The guy, the one Dan Dickerson talked about I, it a little all right, bit. All right, you know what? He said he'll be like, "Well, that was a good base hit." I mean, he just <laughs> sort of a little like, yeah, sort of says the obvious. I don't know, but I'm in my car. It <laughs> helps me. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the other guy? Uh, former. Uh, oh, who's the radio guy? Rod. Rod. Rod Allen. How you doing with Rod Allen? How you how Rod you feel Allen, about Rod Allen? Rod Allen is. Uh, Are you talking about the TV guys that well, you like the or t- the baseball? I, 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 I the love radio. the radio. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. For, no, for but but Detroit, the TV yeah. guys. So. Rod Mario or our TV guys. Mario and Pemba. Mario is great. Phenomenal. What I love about Rod, you know, how you doing, big fella? 
and all this, you know. Uh, uh, is that what he says when like Miggy hits a home yeah, run? Yeah. yeah. Well, when Miggy hits a home run now, they both just start laughing and they both just say, "We don't know what to say anymore." It's just it's we've run out of superlatives. No, it's just basically that that we've right. we've used every adjective possible to explain how ridiculous this human person is. So just laugh because yeah, this yeah. is hilarious. Uh, Rod, what I like about Rod is that he will go out of his way during the day to kind of hang out in the locker room a little bit and chat a bit, just kind of hang out and chat with some of the ball players. And he'll be sitting there like, you know, I was sitting there and, you know, we're talking to uh, Victor earlier about Vmart earlier about this pitcher, about this pitching matchup. And he said the last time that he faced him, he was giving him a low and away. And this time he's expecting that low. And away. So like he really gives the he's mindset. Yeah. And he really gives the mindset of the player and he peppers those in here and there. I mean, he can get a bit homerism. You know, I see you and he, you know, get on your horse. He can, can, root for the Tigers a bit. But what I love about my TV guys and our radio guys, Dickerson and Price, I think when the other team does something well, there's excitement in their voice. Mm -hmm. Now, after the call is over, then they may be like, ah, you know, maybe we should have done X, Y, or Z differently. Yeah, yeah. But in the moment, it is, you can feel, and it's a long drive, and it is out of here. Oh, man, you know, that pitch, he missed that pitch a little bit. But I like that while I'm listening to it, we're all getting excited, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm glad to hear you say that because I do. I love it. I am uh, a buddy of mine, Jesse Pop, who is used to write for Conan, uh, is a huge Tigers guy. And I would always text him when they're playing in Detroit. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love these guys. Yeah. Let me tell you about more texts I've sent. I know. (laughs) What a a snooze that was. Who cares who you're texting? (laughs) Well, so this year. Horrible. I know that you're, you were going to say something. Well, I'll just say, well. Well, no, I was going to just say to, to put an addendum on, I don't know if you've heard this year, uh, the Tigers broadcast decided to include uh, Gibson and uh, uh, Jack Morris, uh, kind of a three-man booth every once in a while. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan. Bucks it up a little bit. I, it really Mighty's does. It it, it's the, the, the rhythm is not there anymore. And and once I love, love, love Gibby. I love more. We've had the conversation on this podcast every time he comes up. The fact that Jack Morris is not in the Hall of Fame. Is and you guys think he should be, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Uh, That's it's, how you. It's, I'm sorry, but the argument of, of he would have the highest ERA in the Hall of Fame. Well, someone's got the highest ERA in the Hall of Fame right now. And I don't know his name. So that's not an argument. Yeah. I don't disagree. I, I think Jack Morris is a journeyman who did great stuff for you. I think that f- not it's for like, me. It's like, it's like I'm a sorry. Club fan going, whoa, 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 I think whoa, whoa, Dave King should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, the greatest, greatest, our, I don't, I'm not the greatest game that Jack Morris ever pitched was not for us. It was for the Twins. It was for the It was a 10-inning shutout. I mean, are you kidding me? I am kidding you, yes. You should be. You should be a comedian. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, th- I don't know. I mean, listen, they've spoken. They don't want. But I also in. feel like you maybe have a little bit of that White Sox inside of you. No, I don't. Not want, you don't, no, you don't, no, no, I don't care. Okay. I love the game of baseball. Yeah. Right. And I don't. I'm not a guy that knows every player on every team. I know. I try to. Sure. But, but I'm not a guy. I, I'm not. I'm certainly not a. I hate the Cubs guy. And I'm not a. I really am. And for the record, can vouch, I'm not, not a hate the White Sox guy. And he's not. A, and to be honest, he's joking about the Cardinals. He respects the Cardinals. I'll be honest. I genuinely do not hate any team. Overall, like I hated mm. the Giants in 2012. Mm. I hated the, the Royals last year. Mm. But all right, relax, <laughs> relax a little bit. I am a baseball fan. The car, the Royals this year in, in 2015, the, the Royals are uh, getting a bit annoying just because Why of, are they annoying? Well, no, no, they're the, good? No, no, no. The, the, well, yes, that is... The fans are kind of annoying me a bit. The, the all-star voting they stuff. Not, they had nothing for 20 years. All right. They had nothing. Well, here's the why. The same as your... 
crap squad had, we had nothing. nothing for my entire childhood. We had here, Chet Lemon out there. We had Bobby Higginson, baby. Bobby Higginson was the best. Remember, remember Bobby Higginson was going to change. He was going to change. Yeah, the he game. was. Yeah, he was. And he, he did for gonna... my little boy heart. I love Bobby Higginson. Wait, Bobby, you were a boy when Bobby Higginson played baseball. I mean, I, I, it was I was mid '90s, wasn't it? I was a kid. I wasn't a boy, but I was a kid. All right. Yeah, I, I, I was an adult. Yeah, you guys, are the old men in the room. I'm the, I'm the young. I'm man. the oldest by far. I'm, I'm the voice by of far? a new generation. I'm 43. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say I'm 41 because everybody in this town thinks I'm 40. So, yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, so, all right. but uh, know this. I'm yes. The answer is yes. But, but here, here's <laughs> the, the deal. When I was in Kansas City on my tour a couple years ago, it was the only ballpark where all 30 teams, including Detroit, I will throw our team under the bus as well. So, 29 of 30 teams had the eighth inning exodus. Had the eighth inning. The home team is done batting, and we are now going to stream. Okay. And everyone says LA leaves early. No. Everybody leaves early. I was in LA just, especially leaves early. No, Come but look, on. St. Louis. They do. Of course they do. They do they especially but leave early. In St. Louis, the, the Cardinals were winning 5-2 to two against the Cubs. It was an ESPN game in the week. Eighth inning, gone. I was like, where are you people? What jobs do you have that you need to get home to? Well, you're also what? not beating traffic. Yeah. You're, 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 you're still causing stuck traffic. In the, you're, exactly. You're in the lot. It's just traffic. I mean, every ballpark that I went to, I ended up leaving, I'd say, 20 minutes faster because no one was there by the time. But the point of that is, in Kansas City... They were losing to the White Sox, I believe, 9-1 to in some meaningless regular season game where and? both teams are over it. In the ninth inning, the corners of the stadium were still full. So why are you mad at those people? I love those people, and I <laughs> love the Royals. I've been, I've been a fan of the Royals as far as being like, I, I rooted for the Royals for years. But this year, the Royals fans that I've spoken to, there is just this. It's what happened to the Red Sox fans after they taste a little bit of... Sure! Of, uh, but I, I, I'm not a fan of, of, you know, have a little bit of humility when when, you know... When the Tigers won the pennant, no, we obviously did not win the World Series, but Certainly when the Tigers won the, won the, the pennant <laughs> in 06 and, nope. and 12, I wasn't crazy either. proud of them. Nope. All right, you know what? Three home runs, Pablo Sandoval, one game. And what have I always said? If I ever met Pablo Sandoval, <laughs> I would shake it. He hit three home runs. Would against you shake Ver his hand and go, oh, are you overrated? Is that what you would say to him? Would <laughs> yeah. that, that be the first thing? No, but I would say that's a pretty special thing. And I, as a baseball fan, I I, I, I am. I started my tour as a Tigers fan. Pretty special. Fan. It's one of a, one second time ever? Yeah. Right, him, so, and, uh, him yeah. and Reggie, yeah, him yeah. and Reggie. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. And so, I, as a baseball fan, did it suck in the moment? Of course. But Sandy hit and made me homeless for six weeks. Three days later, so I kind of all that put in perspective. Wait, what what happened? Hurricane, Hurricane Sandy. Sandy. Oh, Hurricane Sandy. That's an East Coast kind of event. It, I, I, I it hit right that. after the Tigers got swept, and the next day, Hurricane Sandy kicked me out of my apartment for six weeks. So it's kind wow. of perspective a little bit, you know. Like, oh, let me add to this to the mix. I did a one-man show here in uh, Los Angeles, California, on September tenth, two thousand one. Yes, that was opening night. We had to cancel the second night. That's I weird. forget why. I forget yeah, why. Yeah, I don't think weird. you're supposed to do that, though. I'm not supposed to forget yeah, why, I but so. I do forget oh, what happened. Okay. I forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded occasionally not to forget it, but I do. Now, I'll figure it out. So uh, so going back in time, then also yes. that leads us to 2005. Yes. Well, actually, before we get there. Oh, know. wait. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, what do you, you have something more important agenda. than the breaking of the curse? Okay, fine, Munich. What is, what is it? What well, is it? I, no, we're waiting. I don't like no, starting we're at waiting. the end. I like starting at it? the beginning. Why is that the end? No, no, no. The end of the kind story of is. is kind of is the end. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happened in 10 years. The beginning of the story is we haven't, we're, you know, 20 minutes into the episode. We haven't even gotten to how did you get into the game? That's, That's kind true. of an important question That's to true. ask. How did I get into the. Uh, we ended, So basically, what we like to ask folks is just yes. what brought you to baseball to begin with? What was the thing that. That's a great question. Yeah. We, I grew up in Chicago, as we know. 
South Side. Yeah, you must have been South Side. Uh, otherwise, yeah. 79th and Cicero, then uh, then eventually uh, then we went to uh, 87th Cicero, then 159th and Cicero. Okay, that's pretty love south. Cicero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then... Uh, uh, Cicero. We, uh, I, I don't, I think I backlashed against the Bears. I, I don't really like football very much. Uh-huh. And the fact that that city revolves around the Bears, like... It doesn't matter what day it is. They're always somebody in that town's talking about them. Yeah, and I it just it just so I kind of was like I distanced myself from that, uh, and so I think baseball was a way to do that. The Super Bowl shuffle just disturbed the hell out of you, for instance. Oddly enough, I kind of like that. I think it's a good tune. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it might be the one second I enjoyed that team. Yes, because yes. uh, he's the punky QB. Oh yes. God, no, as but Walter Payton was a now great a crazy person. Team. It was great. Nothing like watching. And, and yeah. It's one of those. Even and I'm not how, a football fan at all. When I hear that yeah. uh, uh, that song that they it wasn't Nadia's theme. What was the? Uh, Nobody does it better mm. by Carly Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they would show the slow motion yeah. of Walter Payton. Yeah. Yes, I'm with you. Not a football fan, but that there's. How do you ignore that? Yes. Um, the first game I went to was a Cub game. I, I remember that. At Wrigley, uh, my dad or at, at Wrigley, at my okay. dad and, and took my brother and I. Yeah, they weren't really doing interleague. Right? They no, 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 they didn't do interleague until. Uh, well, they did the. Remember, they tried to do that uh, the crosstown classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then officially, it wasn't until what nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven was when they were the division, division, um, and all that yeah. stuff. Where true or false, fellas? Uh, on the uh, the center field uh, concourse, I was uh, drunk out of my mind, got into a fist fight, arguing who the better morning DJ in Chicago was. <laughs> I'm hoping true. false. True, 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 true. <laughs> true. true. He's got and my buddy Mike is like, it does, who cares? Who cares? And I'm yelling, but he's wrong, Mike. He's wrong. I'm God, just hammered out of my mind, fighting about it while they're in there. And I hate, God, I hate, I hated the throwback uh, jerseys that day. Oh. I wanted to see, I wanted to see the beautiful Cub. Red, white, and blue against the black and white pinstripe of the White Sox because it's finally happening. Yes. They're on the field. I don't want the throwbacks yeah. on that day. Yeah. On that day. Yes. Anthony. Did you register a complaint? I talked to somebody. That same guy I got in a fight with about yeah. the morning DJ. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and then we went to a Cubs game, or sorry, a Sox game at some point. And I want to say this was the first one. I want to say it was either 76 or 77. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I, I want to say it's the same game. In my head, it's been the same game for years. It might be three different games that I've made into one thing. Yes. Alan Bannister was at the plate. Uh, Alan Bannister, uh, no, I apologize. Earlier in the game, Alan Bannister turned a double play that was the most amazing double play I've ever seen in my life. Now, granted, it was the second live baseball game I've ever been to, so maybe it was average at best. Uh, I do remember it made the back of the uh, Chicago sometimes the next day. He kind of was up with his, kind of with his, Feet on his butt, throwing over, you know, like kind of a uh, on his knees, almost like the way you'd be like in a magic carpet. Yes. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's kind of up in, up in the air and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and throwing over while the guy's sliding underneath. Oh, like yeah. that was the back of the Sun Times. I remember yeah. being there for that. So again, that could be a whole different game. Sure, there was another game where Alan Bannister uh, was at the uh, was playing. It uh, was at the uh, was at the plate and got hit in the head with a pitch. Went down. And then, you know, uh, ran it off and went to first base. Of course. And as a kid, you don't realize he was probably taken out a day, a second later. But yeah. in my head, sure. he stayed in the game. And, sure. Um, so I remember all of that. And so then I, I, I was like, well, I think I'm a White Sox fan. Mm. And then That's amazing. became a huge White Sox fan. And my stepbrother, uh, Scott, and I were huge White Sox fans. And my brother was a Cub fan. And um, did you guys do battle? 
in, with each other in the house over that sort of thing? Well, you know, we'd play wiffle ball in the back uh, backyard or whatever. And so, you know, my brother would always be the Cubs and we'd be the White Sox. And, you know, you know, we, you know, you, you yell out, you know, he, he would yell out, I'm going to be a, a Van de Jesus. And I'd, I'm Lamar Johnson, yes. you know, and, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, somebody would be Jim Spencer and then uh, somebody would be Ralph Gar, you know, one of those things where you yell out the names <laughs> yes. and, uh, uh, I would, of course, suck. While my stepbrother and brother were great. So you know, you did and did you play little league and all that stuff? I mean, I know. um, listen. This is a true story. I was because the rest has been lies. I've been full of lies. Yes. Everything's been made up. Yes. Alan Madison never played baseball. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was at one point, at least in the city of hometown Illinois, I was told it was the first time in the history of little league. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, that I was the first kid to be traded. <laughs> 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 The history of Little League Baseball. Yes. And I don't even think I was traded for another kid. Oh, wow. no. I might get him out of here. Just, just I was an a-hole. Just for some I was, soda, I just was for a some... jerk to the coach. I admit sure. that. And if I saw him today and somebody goes, hey, remember that guy? That guy was the coach of Little League. I would go up to him as, an, as a man and apologize for making his summer horrible. Yeah. And because I, I was. I was a, a, a jerk. Sure, I'm sure. trying to clean it up. I, I uh, But I remember there was a knock on my door and... Uh, it was him. I go, hey, hello, and he's like, and he's got another jersey in his hand. He goes, uh, yeah, you, you're gonna, you're gonna play for the Deuces now. You're, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no room on the, uh, on the, on the Aces for you. That's like, oh, okay. amazing. Wow. And then uh, my first game with the Deuces, uh, I may be wrong. Second base, I may be wrong. I may, I may be lowballing this number. Six errors in one game. Hor every ball that came to me. At one point, there was a to turn to double play the shortstop a guy named Chris Burns who. Uh, you know, it was one of those little leagues where you could be 12 and 15 somehow on yeah. the same team. Yeah. So I'm 5'4 now. So if I'm 11 or 12, I'm 3'7. Yes. Tiny little guy. And he's a man. Like he's 15, but 24. Like one of those guys. Just, yes. Like he's got a mustache and he's a man. And the girls <laughs> all think he's handsome. And and so he turns he turns from shortstop to throw it to me at second base from it's got to be four feet away from me, but yes. he throws it like I'm in right field <laughs> no. with that kind of power. And I get, I just step out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, what are you doing? I go, you threw it too hard. He goes, you don't even try to knock it down. <laughs> like, no, no, you tried to hurt me. Yes. Like I was that bad. Well, That's so, how bad I was. I have a question for you because you and I are kindred spirits in the, you know, when I hit four feet in my household, we threw a party. Okay. Like it was one of those. All yeah, right. Yeah. So when I was playing little league, I was also, so I'm five, I say five six, but really five five. five right. Five, you, know, you know. I know. By the way, I think I'm five five, but for some reason, comedically, I think it's funnier to say five four. I don't know why. I, it's all right. Five four. Five probably five. Still pretty short. <laughs> short. Still tiny. Yeah. But so for yeah. you though, when you were at the plate, yeah, I was basically because I was terrified of the ball when I played. Terrified yes. of the ball, and so I would basically. This was my batting stance. That was me. He's yeah. squatting, by the way. He's squatting with his ass like basically maybe getting five as low to the ground, the ground. <laughs> getting to the yes. low to the ground so as possible. That, I had an on you know, base this percentage is, this that is would listening, make this is listening, not watching. So oh, that was for Jimmy. I'd yes. describe it. I'd describe it. He's so. painting a picture. He is. Painting a picture. He's, he's, a, he's a professional. Right. But, uh, uh, that's what Broadway does to you. It teaches you. Uh, but Broadway so uh, teaches to be professional. Okay. Play to the back of the house. Exactly. Those seats aren't good. No, they're not. No. Let them hear you. Let them see. Still cost a lot of money though. But so. Yeah, the on-base percentage was ridiculous, but I rarely ever actually got the bat on the ball, and people would be screaming. I mean, his strike zone is too small. That's not fair. But it's it's that, I believe, was a benefit of being a tiny little person, for me at least. I was so bad. Uh-oh. Couldn't, couldn't even get the walk. <laughs> Are you swinging I, at, I, at I junk? Would, 
another, uh, I'm reminded of, uh, remember Chucky Carr? Remember he uh, played for the uh, for the Brewers? Yeah. A real flashy guy. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, I forget what the situation was, but he might have been bottom of the ninth. And, and, and basically he should have taken the walk and uh, he would have won a game. And uh, but he uh, he swung, and then in the post game interview, he goes, "That's not Chucky's game. Chucky Chucky hacks at three and two. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, Chucky knows. <laughs> so, but he shouldn't have been, you know. Yeah. Yes. So it, there was, uh, and I and I I've told the story before, and I apologize for uh, regurgitating my own uh, story. I it was a playoff game, and I I I don't know why I'm on the All Stars. I don't know why I made like this traveling All Star team. I, maybe they were short a guy. I don't know why I'm on the team. My brother was great. He was on the team, played third base, phenomenal. My brother. I don't know. I think I don't know. I don't know to this day why I'm there. It was a BJ Upton, uh, 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 Justin Upton. It was a Melvin. Upton, Upton, now Melvin. Melvin. It was a Melvin. Melvin, Melvin Upton, Justin Upton scenario where Justin's like, you don't get me without my brother. By the way, uh, you're being, you're, if you're equating me with BJ Upton slash Melvin Upton, thank you. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, I'm the Melvin brother. I'm the Upton that shouldn't be playing baseball. Yeah. I'm the Upton that goes, hey, my brother's in the big leagues. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. So they put me up to uh, bat once. They were like, uh, this guy's throwing heat. You know, but you know who can, you know, Jimmy can take. We'll send Jim up there to take a walk, and and they they said and the guy I remember the guy he goes you get down as small you make your strike zone as small as possible yep. and and you don't you don't take that bat off your shoulder and you take those four pitches and you run probably down to first <laughs> and I'm like hey, okay I'll do that yeah so I I get up you know to bat and you know strike one strike two it's like where where are these balls I was promised. <laughs> Where's this walk I was gonna get? And and, and uh, again, uh, thirty years before Chucky Cards. Well, Jimmy's Jimmy hacks it uh, at zero and two. You know what I mean? So here it comes, and sure enough, I swing, miss, game ends. We walk off, we lose the game. Playoffs are over. The traveling all stars now have to get on a bus because this a hole oh. can't follow with their. Uh, but I wasn't gonna sit. I wasn't gonna sit there and let a third strike go past. Absolutely. So absolutely. Oh, I had pride, and then uh, if it was if it was today, I probably would have been beat up in the back of that bus. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yes. We, but we didn't really bully totally, yeah. that yeah. much. So, back then. do you when you watch games now and you see you know the, your team in a similar situation, do you have compassion for that player <laughs> in the bottom of the night? Oddly enough, I do not. <laughs> see, I do not. Yeah. I am furious, and somehow because I again I'm a White Sox guy, uh, I will still blame management. For any decision that's made at the plate, any if he's swinging, I'm blaming Robin Matura. Is that fair? No. And you, you see, you you say as a White Sox fan, so that's the tradition of White Sox fans. No, to I do just that? I think he's a horrible manager. So if I watch ah. my team, as you ask, yes, and I see a guy swinging away, I don't have compassion. I have anger. Yes, and it's not at the player; it's at Robin Matura. Yeah. Okay, because in my head, he taught. Yes. yes. <laughs> because he he didn't he didn't know how to manage the bullpen of the seventh inning, so certainly he told this guy to swing and miss. Yes. So I get mad at him. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Okay. So you, so you bring up Robin Ventura. We, we were speaking a little bit about him before the mics turned on. I contend that he lucked into a very good first at 2012, where kind of despite him, uh, that team played insanely well for the first couple of months, and then just come completely fell apart in August, losing, I think it was 11 of 14 to let the Tigers just eke into the playoffs and then finally win the pennant that year. So, and since then, I believe we've seen his managerial style. He, I think he's got the worst losing record for the last three years, it if may, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it may Including be. that great, the 2012 reminded me of 2005, to go mm-hmm. back to when you brought that up, in that they were just a magical team where the yeah. team, they everybody was over... Uh, 
I can't think of the word. Achieving. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Overachieving. Couldn't think of a simple word. I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> I do this for a living. Uh, the whole t- same 2012. They all like that was the team that they everybody predicted them to come in fourth. Yeah. And here they are, wonderful winning. And I'm I'm glued in front of the TV. I would race home from work and watch the games, and I would listen on the way home, hoping again to God that it was an away game. And um, uh, they were It was. It was like. And I and I had to on this very program publicly announce, I I, I apologize. I watched that. I'm episode. wrong about Robin Ventura. I apologize. I thought it was a horrible hiring. He's doing a great job. Good for him. Good for them for seeing the future. And then the team started playing the way they should have. Yep. And Robin didn't know how to rally the troops. He didn't know he. It was obvious he didn't know how to manage. He probably should have been fired then. There was no talk of him being fired between 12 and 13, and certainly not between 13 and 14, where he should have been fired. And in fact, they should have torn the stadium down. They were so horrible. It was embarrassing. Yeah, and you guys went out and in the 2014 offseason picked up just so much. I was, you know, I wasn't nervous as, as you know, a division rival, cause, but bringing in Robertson, bringing in Samarja, bringing Oh, for in, this year? Yeah, for this year. Yes. So between, in, in uh, the 2014-2015 offseason, you guys were getting stacked there, and it's just really... Abreu isn't seeming to be uh, consistent, and and well, so, some would argue your 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 cybermetrics guys would argue that he's exactly what he was expected to be. Are you a cybermetrics guy? No. What did I say? Cyber? No, it doesn't matter. You did say cyber. Cyber, I did cyber, say cyber. Whatever it is, are you? Do you follow the the? You know, we we are obsessed with mathematics. No. And no. I don't know how. That no, is. I, hey, I I hack it Owen too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Going by the numbers. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Uh, no, but Melky is has regressed ridiculously. Oh. <laughs> and you know, but, and then everybody wants to crap all over Adam LaRoche. Adam LaRoche always has a horrible first half. Yeah. Always, always, always. And you know that going in, White Sox fans. So relax with Adam LaRoche. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Here's an important question: Do his beard? Shave it. Yeah. Let's cut that thing, animal. Yeah. In fact, that whole beard thing in baseball. Yeah, can it's go. really kind of weird. Yeah. Right? Would you Brian be happy? Wilson, we have Brian Wilson. Oh, well, he's playing. the one who kind of yeah. I want to throttle him. I want to. Sh- I want to shave off that beard and choke him with it. <laughs> That's how awful I think Brian. Brian Wilson became. It was like. Remember how he was a great pitcher? Yeah. And then it was like, look, hey, look at a guy in the dugout eating something. It was a gimmick. It was just yeah. It was. And it, it wasn't funny. Yet. Not at all. Ever. It was so forced. And oh, it was so, so forced. Yeah. Believe like a frat guy that some frat, he was a frat guy that said, you know who's funny, Brian. Mm-hmm. And then Brian didn't know how to be funny, so he dyed his beard. So yes. it's like, oh yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. <laughs> that said, he was a great pitcher for two years. Yes. Well, I mean, that seems to be the thing for relief. <laughs> that's pitchers. an inter- isn't that an interesting thing? You could be a great pitcher for two years. Well, that's what uh, isn't that's that crazy. It was great. Well, but, that's but for two pitchers. years. Yeah, and then and then there's other people who can be great for. 15, 20 years. Well, look, I'm Jack Morris talking again, right? You guys can't drop the Jack Morris thing. <laughs> well, hold on, though. But I think that's specific, to, not specific, but more prevalent in relief pitchers. But not all, not always. Not, no, well, look. It's, Mariano. That's it. That's the one. All right, fine. The only one? Who else for consistently? Eckersley. Okay, but modern day, we look at. So it's Trevor modern. Hoffman. Hoffman, okay, fine. Randy Myers. All right, fine. You're, you're Goose Gossage. Much, you're Goose. Goose. All right, old man. I'm talking more like, like you Dennis know, Eckerly, Eckersley. John Smoltz. I'm just saying, in the last like decade, we're looking at people like you know K Rod's all of a sudden K Rod's all of a sudden hot, Gagne's all of a sudden hot, Fernando Rodney's all of a sudden hot. It's like these guys get white hot for two years. K Rod's still good. He's good, man. Maybe he's just on bad teams. Maybe he just he's on... still good. Those numbers are yes. good. He had that one year where he fell off, and he was like, "Wow, well, he's done." Yeah, but then he came back, back, and he's back to being consistent. But you're right, he's on bad teams, so nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. See. 
No, I fine. Then I, 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 fine. My point has been disproven, and I apologize. That said, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, who was the kid with the White Sox whose name I can't pull? Bobby Jenks. Bobby Jenks. Uh, the Bobby? 2005 him, team. Yeah. Absolutely, he got to save. I think four in yeah. Game Four. I think he got yes. to save to win the game. And yeah, he just completely. And look, also I am biased because the bullpen fire that just that is the Detroit Tigers. It's every time a good bullpen arm comes to the Tigers, they completely forget how to play the game of baseball. Sorry, you're okay. He is now. Well, uh, he he started the season great, and then he just basically gave up basically four home runs in three games. Like it's just it's that's what we do. But everybody, I know you go through the slumps. No, no, there he's back. To, I like Soria. I love Soria. But Nathan was so insanely frustrating last year. I root. I defended him every single game. I, even when he did this to the fan, when he when he made a a, a uh, uh, what I call it an offensive gesture, we'll just say to the fan base. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did not. So the Tigers after he'd blown maybe like his sixth uh, quite a few saves there were a bit of boo birds out there saying hey come on let's go mr 20 million dollar 40 year old relief pitcher like get well, the ball over the plate whose fault not is his that? fault absolutely dombrowski's fault but still he's doing this i defended him of i i've i've interviewed athletes i've been around athletes i understand the mindset and the and the and the craziness of being in that moment nobody wants to win more than that guy he is more upset and more frustrated than all of us idiots who are you know paying the money right because that's the that's the fan. We pay your salary. Yeah, well, shut up. Like it's it's the guy dedicates every second of his life to his craft. Whatever. I defended him, and then this year I was like, all right, here we go. You know, he he had a pretty decent off season, and he seemed he made his amends with the fans, right? And it's the same thing. He just came back and just yeah. and, and it's not him once again. The guy came off some surgeries. The guy is older now. It happens. But it's frustrating, you know, when 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 the Tigers over the last several years have been so 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 good. And I'm so insanely lucky to be able to see a guy that 50 years from now, people are going to say, oh, my goodness, you got to watch Miguel Cabrera play baseball every single day. And, you know, to see them, that bullpen is essentially what has screwed us for the last couple of years. And and so maybe I am a little bit biased when it comes to to looking at relievers and and getting annoyed by them. Do you also sit back and do you think you're talking with your kids one day that you had a chance to watch Nick Castellanos play? Is that possible? He was our Chris Bryant. He was he was our untouchable. He was our and any trades right. you were never going to touch uh, Casty. He is just getting the future of this ball club. And he played decently, decent, decently. One of those. Okay, good. I can see the potential. He's still playing, isn't he? Oh, yeah. is no. he? I mean, he he's on the field. Be, he should be a triple A. Yeah, they they should be bringing him. Down. The problem is we have no farm system. Yeah. Like the, the 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 Tigers have decimated. You have, decimated. To, trade. You have to trade for a third baseman and send Nick down. I it's it's once again trade what. We we literally don't have trade pieces to ah, get anything. I see. It's it's it's. Uh, you know what? Uh, this brings up an interesting. I don't know how familiar you are with the way the draft is structured. I'm not at all. So my uh, this is not name dropping. It's just because we've talked about him before in the podcast. My brother in law is Hal Morris, who won a World Series with the Reds in 1990. You're talking about the first baseman, Hal Morris. Yes. So he's working for the Angels now as the head of professional scouting. Um, but he was explaining to me some things that are really interesting about the way. Like we were talking about the Astros, like we knew that they were rebuilding, but isn't it interesting that they've come so far so quickly? And he said, part of it is the way the draft is structured now, the teams that have the highest draft picks also have a bigger budget. Yep. They have more money they can spend to sign their draft picks. Ah. So not only do they have access to these players, but then they have more money to they use sign to sign them. Because so many belt so players it, get it drafted, kind of front loads it sign. even heavier. Right. So it front loads it even heavier for them. And so it does make sense to him looking at it just purely. At the Astros, certainly. Yeah, empirically. Because right? yeah. they signed all those guys. Yeah. And so it does make it harder for 
high achieving teams like the Tigers and the Angels and the you know the teams that are consistently going to be lower in the draft anyway. Plus, they're signing big free agents, so they're losing other compensatory picks and you know. Right. And like Dabrowski that, so. is a guy that he does not believe in prospects. He believes in major leaguers, and he's absolutely fine giving up. You know, basically his his what he does is every year he drafts crazy six foot plus you know power arm throwers and he uses them as trade bait and he and I mean he's had a phenomenal run like it's amazing mm -hmm. the prospects we've given up that have meant nothing to get guys like Miguel Cabrera back yeah, yeah, yeah. where I mean Andrew Miller was a part of that trade and Andrew Miller would be great on the Tigers right now but I'm okay with uh, Miguel Cabrera no, wait, wait, he's, uh, he's on the uh, he's, he's in the, uh, the clubhouse he's injured yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay. he was because uh, he, he was he's a Yankee now but uh, yeah he's not he's not pitching but I just I I, I, I respect the hell out of Dave Dombrowski. I think he is doing the best he can with a flawed system. Because I think you're right. The draft system right now is very difficult to navigate. And, you know, it's 40-plus rounds, and it's just you're, you're drafting the same guys over and over again, hoping that they sign. And it's such a crapshoot. More than any other sport, yeah. it is such a crapshoot. We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or I. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discuss on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion. So please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special. Or honestly, just if you want to say hello. Lastly, please subscribe to the show on iTunes and share this with your fellow baseball friends. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. That just makes it easier for other folks to be able to find out about our podcast. Now, back to our conversation with comedian Jimmy Pardo. Now, um, can we go back now to yes. 05? I'm just... Um, <laughs> hey, God, we, you want to get that permission a third time just to yeah. make sure? Yeah. I know he runs a tight ship. Yeah. Yes, so, 05, go. Uh so as a Cubs fan, yes, you know, there's this shared history with the Red Sox and the White Sox as being the longest suffering droughts between mm -hmm. championships. So I just want to say publicly, I think I've said it publicly elsewhere, I was insanely proud to be a Cubs fan watching both the Red Sox and White Sox go back-to-back -back World Series champions. And that was really exciting. Yes. And good. it gave me more hope. Right. So as a, I've, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to a diehard White Sox fan ever about what that was like. So I'd love to hear your it was, some of your experience. As, uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, I was a huge fan in the 70s. In the 80s, I kind of uh, lost interest in baseball when I started, working for, I started working for a record company. And so I was all about music and all about, uh, and then comedy. It's like, I don't have time for sports. <laughs> so I wasn't really there in the 80s. Like, even 83, where they were that amazing team, that winning ugly 83 White Sox. I, I don't. I, I know Tony La Russa because he signed my cast once as a child. Um and uh, I got really back into them in 1991. Uh, that's when I got really back into the White Sox. And but I got into them like I went full. You know, I had one of those jackets with leather sleeves. You know, I went and bought that stupid thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Like just a dumb. You know, I'd walk around in a costume basically for the White Sox. Like that's how much I got into it as an adult. Uh, and then I moved uh, to LA in '95, and then 2005. Obviously, ten years later, I, I just remember. Every day, wherever, whatever I was doing, I don't remember what it was, 
but I would come home and I would lay on the couch and and watch the game. I think my wife was. You're talking about in the postseason then, when it was nationally televised, or there's a was there a way for you to watch the game? It might have been. I think there was the package back then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know the uh, the MLB package. Extra innings or whatever. Extra yeah, innings. Yeah, yes, Time Warner. Yes. Yes. It was. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, there was because I remember thinking because uh, I was dead broke uh, in the early 2000s and late uh, 1900s. What a weird sentence that is. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> And that I was going to, I was going to charge a dish network thing at Sears, but they wouldn't let me charge the installation on my credit card. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to have to pay cash for that and I didn't have it. Oh. Yeah. So then luckily Time Warner uh, ended up doing the same package. So yes, I had the package, but I would lay on the couch every day, like a sloth <laughs> eating food for three hours a day, watching the the 2005 White Sox and just... Every day, going, I'm, we're going to win. Like the World no... Series. You thought you thought in the in the season. Oh, I thought the in uh, May. Really? And it was one of those things, like this this team. And I'm not, and I'm very vocal uh, to anybody that gives a crap. Uh, not an Ozzie Guillen fan at all. Didn't like him as a player. Didn't like him as a manager. I thought. I think. He, I think he, uh, he made it all about him. Of course. And um, you could have managed that 2005 White Sox <laughs> and 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 won the World Series. Sure. He did. He did do the postseason wonderfully. I will give him that. But as far as the season itself goes, that that line that was just a, a magical lineup. And so I would lay on my couch and I would watch it. My wife was off. I, I, again, I forget where she was. She might have been working for uh, the Dish at E at that point. Uh, and so she wouldn't. I, I I had that time alone where I wasn't. She would always come home at, right near the end of the game because you know uh, the games would start at four o'clock here. Sure. And I would just watch it and just every day assume they were going to win. I would just, I just assumed they would win and then they would win and I'd be on a high and then they'd lose. And I would act like that loss ruined my day. It ruined my, not, you know, it's like, well, they better win tomorrow. Uh -huh. my, my wife's like, they, they're playing 160 something, aren't they? She doesn't know the number. That's not fair to her. She doesn't know anything about the game. Uh, and uh, I'm not one of those husbands that you will understand the game of baseball because I like it. She doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but isn't that nice that you can have it and it doesn't, you know, she doesn't begrudge you of your... Parents. At all. Yeah, so At all. Yeah. And she watches Dance Moms. So yes. we, we have our own thing. <laughs> yes. So uh, it was, that. that's how magical that season was. That th So when they won the day, I believe it was a day game where they uh, clinched the uh, the division. Mm. I, I, I cried. I mm. literally, my eyes, I just was like... I, I was like proud of my team. I was proud of me. I'm somehow I'm involved. I should certainly take some credit for this. And just was like, just I remember just uh, we don't live in that house anymore, but walking around that living room, just kind of like by myself with nobody to celebrate yes. with. Like, yes. what? come yeah. on, somebody. Yeah. This is the day. Yes. And then we ended up watching my buddy Mike Schmidt and I and his brother Lenny. And a bunch of other Chicago. Not the legendary baseball player, Mike Schmidt. No, sir. No, sir. No, no. Uh, I was waiting for that name to be brought up. It always, I wanted to uh, see that. Yeah. yeah a, a gentleman who used to host, uh, he was the co-host on this for the first yes. 55 seasons. Not the legendary no. mustache wearing. Uh, although probably cries just as easily as Mike Schmidt. Yeah, okay. I know I did. <laughs> yeah. But we watched all the playoffs together. We watched the, the playoffs in the World Series together at a place in Burbank called Champs. Where it ended up being uh, a bunch of Chicagoans oh, yeah. getting together to watch it. And I didn't know these people, but we will see you tomorrow. So community, kind of, you had a community. We had yes, community. It's like, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, see you tomorrow. Yeah. It was neat. So we all went there. And then there was also some soccer thing going on. Some jag balls. It was like. Uh, could, jag, could, jag balls? That's what I just said. 
That was me cleaning something up <laughs> for, for your family show. Uh, he uh, he was like, does every TV have to have the baseball on? And oh. we're like, no, what, what do you? He goes, well, there's soccer. So oh. one TV has soccer on for this guy <laughs> to sip his tea in front of while we're... Yeah, wow. uh, uh, but yeah, I, I remember I'm in my living room with nobody to like yes. to hug or nothing, and I'm just with emotions like like I again I didn't do anything, but yet I'm feeling like I was on the field. Yes, yes. Yeah. and you guys, I'm trying to remember everything. You guys beat the Red Sox in the uh, ALCS, right? Was, yes, yes. And who was the ALDS? No, was the Angels? No, no, no. no it was the Angels the ALCS because the AJ the beautiful AJ Brzezinski. But it was the Red Sox in the ALDS then, because the yeah 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 Remember the AJ play. The most uh, AJ Brzezinski Bush is, is Bush he, here's what I'll say about AJ. Bush. He, he's a good player. Well, here's Bush, what I'll say Bush about League. AJ as as a baseball fan. I mean, as a Tigers fan, but as a baseball fan, it is one of those things that I hate him with every fiber of my being, and because of that, I love him because he is so good at being that. Just I don't care. He, he's a in wrestling terms is he's a heel. He is just he is the bad guy. He embraces it. He doesn't care. He's a good ball player. He's playing out. You know, he's playing still playing well, still playing well today. And it's just, yeah. like I said, I hate him with all every fiber of my being. And I was like, you know what? I gotta respect the guy. It's it's, and you know, I do the same thing. I don't care. You do anything you can do to you win the World it? Series. Do you remember the A Rod SWAT? Remember that? That one? was kind of pathetic. I don't remember that when one. he swatted the ball yeah, out of the hand at first base. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember and that? it was and like then this. He pretended that he didn't. No, that's right? some. That's 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 yeah. good acting. You're come on, you can for Broadway. You gotta appreciate oh, those skills. God. <laughs> that guy okay. loves the boards. All right, real quick. Let me just, can I say this very quickly? Please, go ahead. That was when they won to uh, just to win the division when I cried in my home. Yeah. I was at the game uh, at the Angel Stadium when they when they clinched to go to the World Series. And uh, and that was... How amazing. So that I would, was great. That would, was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, how many... Do, we, do you have a sense of how many White Sox fans were also in the stands there at Angel Stadium? I mean, was there like a, any sense of... There was a good... You know, we all... It, it's so funny. We all converged behind the first base dugout up on the concourse. They wouldn't let us down to the seats. Nor should they have. Right. You know, those were the angels were trying, their fans were trying to still win that game. <laughs> sure. But we're up there. We all, it was like, we all sort of like, we got to get down there. And because we had club, we had club seats. Mm -hmm. And so, which were great seats to watch the game. It's like, well, we can't celebrate up here by ourselves. We got to yeah. get down there. And it seemed like everybody had the same idea. So we all kind of were like behind the first base dugout up on the concourse. And then as soon as they won, we all ran down, yeah. you know, trying not to get punched by Angels sure, fans. Sure. And, uh, you know, the team was all coming out and, you know, running around and shaking up the champagne and all that. And it was, um, the, to me, it, it was a great day because I live here. Like, what are the odds that I live yeah. in the city where I get to watch my team clinch yeah, to go to the World Series? Like, I didn't have really to go special. anywhere. I just, it, it happened in my backyard. Yeah. How fortuitous. When so, I was, uh, and I'll tell you, the next year I got a chance to see, excuse me, I'm going to get choked up here thinking about it. Uh, uh, my team, two year, or three years after losing 119 games, right. clinched. So I was at the 2006 ALCS uh, clincher when Maglio hit the walk-off one. Which Mag, thank you for Maglio, by Mags the way. Mags or Donuts. Gotta love Mags. I, I have my own personal history with Mags. Uh, that, that's for another show. But Mags came through for us on a in a, in a big way in 2006. And the tears. I, I, I was with, I owned a sports magazine in Detroit at the time. I had no, sh I don't care. I'm with my employees. I, I will let my employees see me weep because it is just, I wanted that so badly. The Tigers were so bad my entire life. I mean, I was born in 83, so 84. What, 83? Yeah. You, you are a child. I apologize. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I know. I, I was having sex in the back of a record store in 1983. <laughs> mm. 
So yeah, I was mm. born in '83. So '84, I you know I was around, but uh, <laughs> but I find you old men can reminisce about how, what life was like in the '80s. Oh, but look, uh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> but no, so I mean, I, I get that, and I can't. In 2006, I it took me completely like I I did not expect anything. I mean, I thought with Leland in there that we'd play well. Right. But the feeling that you describe of the of that knowing of that confidence, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. About. But you've never had it. That's the point, yeah, no. is that he's never, is that as a Cubs fan, they've never had that. Although that, that year, the Bartman year, which I you know, I, I know you guys have uh, talked about that with, with yeah. uh, Slotnick. That year, it kind of had that feeling. It, it sure. had, it, I yeah. thought it had to feel like, this yeah. is their year. Yeah. This is, is that the same year? And I apologize. I, 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 that was the Red Sox. Red Sox. They five, were both five, five outs, outs away. Five outs away. They were both five the outs away from meeting in the World Series. That's we, not yeah. what I was going to ask. Oh, okay. But I appreciate the fact that you guys almost rehearsed that. <laughs> And assumed that everybody uh, gives a shit about that. Complete it. It's okay. Is that the same year that uh, Brent, uh, Brent Bryant, was that his name? Brent Brown. Was that the same year Brent, Brent Brown dropped a ball as well? In the cup For the Cubs? For the Cubs. No. I, that's when did he drop a ball? When did Brent no, Brown drop a ball? That was now 2003. No. That, was, that was long enough ago that I don't remember it. Brent was, Brown. Is that the year of the Sandberg? You know, it was one of those postseason times? Run, maybe you know, pennant run maybe things. A, I don't know. I, I, I tell you what, I will. I I'll, I'll, no, I'll Google this and, and check out clubhousepodcast.com. We'll have, we'll I'll put it on the show notes. notes. We'll have notes yeah, on the we'll, website. Oh, I, I create show notes for yes, every episode. Show notes. Uh, so it is I, a beautiful I, website, by the way. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah. saying so. Thank you. Um, so, quick question. Yes. Do you mind if we go 10, 15 minutes late? I know it's hard to uh, put you on we, spot. Guys, we could talk about that. We could. We're here until twelve thirty. So, oh, whatever you guys want to do, awesome. Because there's so much if more. You, you mean we're here with us for till twelve thirty? Yeah, and then, oh. we, then I have to do yeah. I have to do my show at twelve thirty. Yeah. Yes, which by the way, we'll do all the bugs. But Anthony's going to be on the ridiculously perfect podcast, never not funny. Uh, we're going to record that after this, and I'm just happy to. I hope I'll be invited to sit on the couch and watch. Is all this I is want. I might awful. defy you. I might be not funny. Sorry. I, I've already planned for that. Okay, good. Based on the last 45 minutes. Yes, I figured. I might defy you. But are you going to say that you're going to kick me out? Yeah, you're not going to be allowed in. Yeah, right, that's fair enough. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you got that. The, you got the Broadway guy, and we're good to go. <laughs> that's how I weaseled my way into this, basically. But, um, so, all right, good then. There's, no, there's, no, I, again, there's, there's so there's much no more I want to talk to you about this. I, uh, all right. And I know I'm running. I, let me give you guys again the history of the broadcast booth yeah, for the White Sox. Let me, <laughs> let me give you another 45 minutes on that. Oh, my God. Well, you know what, though? That's perfect timing because I was going. So this episode uh, is going to go up a little bit late than how we normally uh, we normally come out on Mondays. We're going to go a couple days later so we can make sure that we match up with. Uh, oh, this will come out. This will drop uh, later in the week then? Yes. So this will drop later in the week. And next week's episode, for those of you listening, we actually do a a. Um, 40 minute discussion about broadcasters. So it's, we, this is perfect because uh, Anthony and I currently are driving around the country. So yeah, you know about it. So basically for the fans out there, uh, Anthony uh, was in this beautifully wonderful show called If Then on uh, Broadway, which with a great Adina Menzel, which you might've heard of her. Yes. So with, with Adina, she and, sung at, she sang at the all-star game last year. Remember that? I do. And she did me. I, so I, I, Oh, this is great. It's a personal story. Okay, but she's a friend. She's a friend. No, but that I my ACL blew last year, so I'm I was out of the show for twelve weeks at Yankee Stadium. By the way, yeah, I was playing a a charity softball game at Yankee Stadium, (laughs) and you get hurt. And and but it wasn't even that. Like it was already gonna blow apparently because I just literally was stepping. Oh, and and my knee just went. You know, it's not like I did some crazy slide or dive or whatever. Anyway, so uh, she's at the All Star game. She knows what a big fan I am. Anthony Rizzo, who's a wonderful Chicago Cub. Solid first base. I get a text on my phone 
she's at the all-star game and she's it's a video of her with anthony rizzo and he's wishing me well in my recovery from my surgery and that she was how cool that is that, that was you know what really i love about i love that your friend took the time to yes. care about you that's exactly that what i said because yeah. that's a big moment that's for her a, too it's, it's a, a huge, huge moment, moment for her, her. Yeah. and she for one second it, that's great. Yes. Good for you. Yes. That's so, the greatest. You know, and this is just yes. me being, uh, you know, having a crazy ethnic name. I'm always jealous when you have someone that you look up to that you That's share your a name, name with. Because there's not a lot of Anthony's there's in baseball. There's not a lot of Anthony's in the world. Are there a lot world? of Jameses or Jimmy's in Bay? I'm trying to think. Well, that's great. Well, there was Jimmy Fox. Wasn't there Jimmy Fox? Jimmy Fox, Jimmy Fox. yeah. But he, that was MMIE. Mixed martial arts? <laughs> no, no. J-I-M-M-I-E. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was Hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, that was Hillbilly. Uh... <laughs> There, wow, there, the, the, the cross wires on that one, you can see. Dude. There's no cross wires, it's fun comedy, oh, Manish. I apologize. What uh, other Jimmys know? Yeah, there really haven't been a lot of Jimmys in baseball. Jim, well, Jim Spencer, I mentioned him uh, earlier. But not Jimmy, right? No one called him Jimmy. Jimmy, get up. Uh, get I'm sure up. they do. Jimmy. Just like dumb, all sports guys give that nickname. They have the weird. They just they have some weird Look, I admit it. I call Mac, Maxie and, and Cespi. You know, Miggy and, and Maxie. Miggy and, and Iggy Maggie. and, yeah, JD. Yeah, it's just it's, the, the lazy man's nickname. It really is. It really is the lazy man's nickname. But that's, you know. Yes. Uh, so, Angel Stadium. Yes. We just went. It was my first time there. So Where'd you go last night? Uh, Saturday. Uh, sa yeah. What day no, is it? No, Sunday. Saturday. No, Saturday. Saturday. Whatever. How, are, how are you? How are you? It's Saturday. <laughs> Dig this. Saturday, I was across the street from you guys watching an L.A. Kiss Arena football game at the Honda Center. Oh, so I was, how'd they do? Uh, the way they always do. They lost. They're 2-11 and 11 now. Oh, no. They, uh, they play horribly until, I'm, I'm not joking, until there's seven minutes left in the game, and they get to within one touchdown, and then they can't win because the time ran out. Like, that's the only reason they can't. Like, they all of a sudden, they play. They don't yeah. know how to play, don't know how to play, don't know how to play. They're amazing. Ah, oh, there's no time. They lose. That's Dude, every uh, game. Wow. And that's why baseball is the best. No time. No limit. clock. Right? No clock. But uh, I actually fear, yes. I feel that Angel Stadium is bottom tier in it's terms of great. stadium experience. But you have the you memory. I you have the memory. I live locally, so I don't want a bad mouth. Here's the deal. It's, it's horrible. horrible. Yeah, horrible. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, and and my most recent two stadiums, because I'm I'm also making it to all thirty by the end of the season. By the end of this year. Yeah. Um. So I only have like eight, seven or eight left. But uh, I was just recently at Oakland also, which is also not good. But I was I went there with Hal, like who because it was uh, he's my sister and he live in Palo Alto. So okay. we went to the ball game, and as he's walking up, he's telling his three year old daughter, "This is where." I won the World Series. Like, that was where he How won neat. the World Series. How neat. I know. But it's also a terrible place. Well, so here's but what I... The it's fans, stadium, but the right? fans are unbelievable there. So, so yeah. this is, this is what I... Because they want to be there. Those are fans... That's unbelievable. Well, hold on. So this like, is what I say. So when I did my 30, my, my, my 30 stadium tour, which, you know what? I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be self-indulgent. I'm going to uh, plug my, my website, roundingthird.net. There are write-ups and photos and, and all that stuff. It's your show. That is true. Guess you could, well, because you're the guest. I shouldn't be focusing on me. I should be focusing I on you. I don't disagree with that, but there's <laughs> no harm in you mentioning your... Uh, so roundingthird.net, there's, there's a bunch of photos and write-ups of every single stadium that I went to, and you can you know read all that. And Basically, I won't go in the whole diatribe, but when people ask me what my favorite stadiums can are, can I guess? Can well, I? Please. I'd like to guess what your favorite. Absolutely. I'm gonna because uh, I hope they coincide with mine. Okay. I guess that's the reason I bring it. How many have you been to? Do you know? I've been to the three. I've been to. Uh, <laughs> I've been to. to yeah, this, this cellular. You know, I went to Comerica. I brought it up earlier, and then this Angel one that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been to there. I I I think there's. I haven't been to them all. 
Yeah. Uh, I think, the, but there's, I've been to more than I've not been. Does that mm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So majority. 16 at least. Probably 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's a good, goodly number. I want to say, I want to, I could be wrong. That's I could all be right. way off on that. Um, so where are your favorites at? I want to say for your favorites. I mean, oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Well, Old Tiger Stadium was my favorite. That doesn't, I, I always say yes. That was the that best was place to watch a baseball game without, on, on the history of the planet. When you walked past those turnstiles, it was turnstiles, a zip, like in a turnstiles where it looked like a, like a postcard. Yes. That's how great. Were you ever there? No. Oh. It would, but the world I, around you ceased to exist. It, I 100% agree the with you. The acoustics were perfect. Yes. It was just, oh. Here's I what happened. Can I bore you? Can I, I'll bore you with this. Please. I was working at that effort. I was chaplains in Detroit and I, uh, I had the afternoon off, and I wanted to go see the uh, the tiger, uh, Tigers play. And so I went there, and I, I went to the ticket booth. This was before StubHub, before any of that nonsense. So I get to the you know the ticket thing, and, and I said to the woman, give me the best seat you have. And she goes, oh, honey, I can't do that to you. <laughs> she goes, I, I'll, I'll give you the cheapest, and you sit where you want. Yep. And she literally That's charged me $7. That's what I used to do. And I sat, I literally was on Mickey Tettleton's back behind the plate. <laughs> That's how close I was. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was the greatest seat I've ever had in a, in, a, in a game. And I threw out the first pitch. It's right there, Anthony. You can take a look at that. Yeah, I've done that too. Uh, look at I, that form though. I, I've I, done it where my house. But you did <laughs> it. Yeah, you did it at the, you did it at the cell? <laughs> can I tell you this? Can I bore you with this real fast? Can I, can I stop using the word bore? Uh, anyway, that was a great experience. Yeah. Here's the deal. I'm in Chicago. My yeah. dream's growing up, Anthony, at the south side of Chicago. Uh, in a sports town where I had no skills at all, and 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 was doing theater and and, and in high school and and choir and and not really even been that great at that. My dream was to host a talk show or play for the White Sox. Growing up, that you know, as a child, you have your dreams. Those my dreams were to be Johnny Carson or Alan Bannister. Johnny Carson, the best talk show host of all time. <laughs> yeah, Alan Bannister, a uh, maybe a two seventy one career hitter, and that might be high. But that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> So I'm in Chicago, and I'm there because I uh, work at Conan, work at the Conan mm-hmm. program, and as a performer, and my publicist set up to throw out the first pitch. So yes. there I am, throwing out the first pitch, represent, please welcome from the TBS show, Conan, Jimmy, I'm representing a talk show yes. that while I'm not the host of, I'm yes. still there representing it, Yes, and it's the White Sox. Yes. So it was like, and my dad was there, and my son was there, and my wife, it, it was, it's got... It, Top five greatest days of my life. Yes. Because it just was all of it at once. It yes. was, if the, if the angels asked me to throw it out tomorrow, I'd be thrilled and honored. Sure. But, but this yes, was of course. everything. Yes. So yes. Did you. they get to, did they let you do a warm up throws? No. No. Yeah. I threw out the first pitch at, in St. Louis. Oh, that's a Cardinals game, which was weird. Why but, there though? Why? Because why I was on tour with, with Rent. And they arranged like I, I would I would always say to the PR people like any baseball thing I could do. Most teams we were gone the weeks we were in their city, so it, it was and there were a bunch of us that loved baseball, so we would have done anything. Right. So we were. It was St. Louis, where which was so strange, but I was still proud. But they didn't give me a warm up. Like no, go get them. Couldn't like even just do one little. Did toss. you have a chance to? Because I went to the field by my house and and practiced. No, for because a week. I didn't know that I wouldn't have that. Because the other person I know, I know Hank Azaria. He ha- he got to do it in at, at Shea, and he's a huge Mets fan. Yeah, yeah. And he had video that he shared with us, and he was like, "Look," and he was he was in the in the like the concourse, or I don't even know what, what do you call the on the warning track or what no, 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 down underneath. The tunnel. Yeah, the oh, tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah. They're letting what, him what? like throw in no, the tunnel. Yes, not me. I know. 
Go get him. Here's he your got, ball. He's got Simpsons money, so I think that's it. I think he, he well, gave he's a also, in fair, And you are certainly more famous than I am. No. I think if you have any of that weight, yeah. yes. You, yeah. I want to throw a ball. You yeah. got it, Mr. Rosaria. Yeah. You and I go, any practice? <laughs> nope. No. Please welcome. Yeah. It was, I did get Ed Farmer, who I unnecessarily crapped on as an announcer earlier, <laughs> did say to me, uh, they said they introduced me when I was up getting, uh, and that was neat too, because well, it's not in that picture, but. They interviewed me and played it on the Jumbotron. That's got to be amazing. And so, like, people that I went to high school with, like, everybody, like, Facebooking me, like, why is your face on the big screen? And and uh, so I'm talking, and sure. uh, And then so they went, Ed, this is uh, Jimmy Pardo. He's going to be throwing out the first. And I go, uh, he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, he goes, think of it as it's the first toss, it's not the first pitch. And I was like, like, what what does that mean? He goes, everybody thinks they're a pitcher. Yeah. Pretend you're playing catch with your dad. Yeah. Because then you can't miss. Yeah. And it was like, he goes, if you, if you and your dad ran out to the field right now, you would be 60 feet apart. Yeah. And you wouldn't even think, you wouldn't miss, you wouldn't even think about missing. Yeah. And. Please welcome, Jimmy. And so I go out and sure enough, that's what I, and I ended up, if you were a left-handed hitter, it was just a tad inside. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Did, did they have you stand at the bottom of the mound? No, I stood on the mound. Yeah, yeah, they told me they're like, go go to the bottom of the mound, and they, that's why they told. There were like four also that day. St. There were like Louis three or four so many first of them. pitches. Oh, really? Yeah. Two. It was yeah. a, you know a, you know a guy you know from Fannie Mae Candy. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know. yes. Well, St. Louis has like eleven of them. Like they well, are unnecessarily was, about four here. But yeah. my yeah, my mind bounced in the right-handed batter's box. So you know, might have gotten a swing and a miss by an overeager There's lefty. There's no question. Alan Bannister would have hacked that. Jimmy Pardo's <laughs> hacking at that. You know what? Chucky Carr. Yeah, Chucky Carr. But but a buddy of mine was up in the stadium because uh, uh, some of the crew from Conan came because we were there doing a live show and a uh, week of live shows. And so he, I don't know why I'm holding that up. Uh, <laughs> he had his, but he videotaped it with his phone. Oh, nice. And uh, somebody, not him, nobody's party went, good pitch. Oh, like you can hear nice. it on the, I can hear it on the that's thing. It was like, perfect. Yeah. That, it's like, that was better than, and then I woke up the next day and that was on the back of the Sun yeah. Times. Which that's is, come amazing. on, that's, that's, that's the best. You that's, got, you got a t-shirt out of it. You got it. That's, I know, that's, look at that stupid pose. But, a, uh, we'll put the pose on, on the clubhousepodcast.com. It's, if you, a, it's a great, great shot. Again, if you put a glove on the back hand, it doesn't look that silly. <laughs> yes. The fact that there's no glove on that back hand, it looks a little ballet. Which is whoever yes. shot that, just looked at that and was like, that's it, money. That's you, it. You know the editor saw <laughs> 40 shots this guy took and went, oh, he's a comedian? <laughs> F him. Put yes. that one in there. Yep. All right, so we got a lot more to talk about, but I want to yes. make sure we get to our trivia game at this yes. point, and oh. we can pick up the rest. We got a little trivia game here, and um, do not judge my awful announcer voice, because once again, my brilliant producer Zach makes me sound a heck of a lot better in post. No judgment here. <laughs> I can feel it. I love doing podcasts. This may be the most fun I've had in one. But I mean that sincerely. That's that so is nice. incredibly Thank sweet you. of you to say. Thank really you. enjoyed this. All right, so here we go. Do, do, oh wait, explain, explain the, the yeah, yeah, explain, explain the, the context of the game. So. Uh, we've had different guests representing different teams. Mm-hmm. You're the first White Sox person that we've talked okay. to. Okay. All right. So there's four questions. First question is a single. Second okay. question is a double. Third is a triple. Fourth is home run. You could score four runs for your team. Okay. We've been keeping track of the different teams. Who's winning so far? Uh, right now, Pat Ahern. So Pat it's Ahern. It's the LA Dodgers are, are winning. You get also three three outs. Okay. All right. So you may uh, score. And here's the thing: when I came up with the trivia, I'm kind of feeling bad now because I, I like to when I when I know around how old someone is, I like to kind of look in there what I think their sweet spot of like eight years old to. Oh you no, know, you did the eighties. Tr- but it's okay. Not all of them. Not all of them. I think you'll be able to get the eighties. It's okay. I was in the back room. I did not know the that. Store the eighties. That's all right. I, I I feel like hanging out with in excess. No, there's there's some other. Well, there's also it's not just eighty. There's blam, also older blam, stuff. Blam. There's a lot older stuff actually. <laughs> Now you're having flashbacks? Flashbacks? 
Alright, so here you go. PTSD. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, PTSD. All positive though, baby. Positive. Traumatic. Stress central. Anthony Rapp has just thrown out the first pitch. We are at, we are at, uh, uh, well, we're not going to be at U.S. Elliott Field to this. We're at Wrigley Field because it's the top of the first inning now, folks. Why are we at Wrigley? What? Because it's the top of the first. We're leading off. It's it's White Sox-Cubs. Oh, okay. Top of the first. Oh. Wait, you, he, he, no. he, he competes well, this, against me? This, this no, no. Is this just, is just, no. this is me having this fun. This is a show. Why don't I remember any of this? He's just being That's weird. Don't, pay, don't pay, oh. All right, here we go. <laughs> I am being weird. All right. Uh. Top of the first. <laughs> top of the first. All right. Now leading off for the Chicago White Sox, the second baseman. Number seven, Jimmy Pardo. I'm adjusting my gloves. Oh, you got to get in that batter's box. You got to get in that batter's I got box. To the quick. Box. Just dance like. You got to get in that quick. Is your ass still five inches from the ground? Uh, yeah, I, I still would poorly. Uh, uh. All right, so here we go. Participate, God. I literally lost interest in my own sentence. <laughs> Here's it. So this is for a single. Wow. In what year yes. did the Chicago White Sox win their first? World Series. 1919? 1906. Wait, 1919. They did not win a night in the World Series. But well, hold on. So <laughs> you want that so fast. So first I got excited. I'm, so first I'm going to say is. I got I'm not a historian. So the first one I'll say is he gone because 1919, no. So that's one out. But 1906. It was 1906. It was I got it, right? 1906. So you yeah. got a so man on first. Out. You got I one out. too quickly. So you got yeah, a man on first, first. Once again, the first, the hack and the first was, No, the first was uh, just a. Oh, f- little silly pop up right to the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First so you one. just you barely got it. It's okay though. You got yeah. a little excited. But the second was a clean single through the through the five hole. And here's what yeah. I'm gonna do. That's that's new to the game. I'm gonna give you a chance to steal. So I'm gonna give you a chance to get that guy in second so that the next uh, uh, at bat will so drive this him is, in. This is not the. So you won't. So you won't get out for this one. It's just I'm giving you a chance. This to is steal. a chance to steal. Yeah. Oh. Look at that. So I either I either steal the base or you're just still on first. Or I ran back to yeah, first. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they got into some weird rundown and they exactly over, and they made yeah, it back. Yeah, they dropped. So, <laughs> love it. Do you know yeah. who the White Sox beat in 1906? I didn't know they beat one in 1906. It's okay, that's why. Sorry, right, so let's just who did they beat in 1906? 1906. I, I, the Washington Senators. I I really again I'm not a historian. That's okay. He made it back to the bag, but Mr. Rapp, would you like to to who do you think they beat in 1906? Was it the Chicago Cubs? Yeah, it was the Chicago yeah. Cubs. Oh, unreal. I should have known that. That seems like something I should have. Were they the, and they were the White Sox, not the White Stockings? Then? No, the White they were never officially the White Stockings under Major League Baseball. So they were the White Sox in 1901. Okay. And 1901 is when they officially became a part of the AL, yeah. et cetera. Okay. Before that, and, were the, were and the, the Cubs Stockings. were the Cubs. They weren't the orphans. Or no, no. And actually, okay. the White Stockings were something that the and Cubs the whales, were. With the whales? We, won a, we won a game recently wearing throwback uniforms with the whales. Yeah. What do you think of? Uh, well, we'll get to that later. And which was coincidentally the same day we were playing against the the Kansas City Royals, and they were wearing we were wearing the same throwback uniform the same year. That was the only other time that the at at like in Chicago the team that was the Kansas City I forget what they're called and the Chicago Whales it was to the day the same. I'm not sure that I they, that they met each saying. other like I, a, like a like a century later. That yes. sort of thing. Oh, yes. that's pretty cool. Isn't that crazy? Yes, I mean, I'm sure yes. they they and the Wales it. won, and it was sure also like it was almost that. the same score, and the same, it was like an extra innings game. Like every, there were things about it that were like eerily similar. That's all I, I don't to know say. how to react to that. Me neither. Because I feel like it's, the marketing department probably saw that coming up and said, hey, let's do that. It'll be a cute thing you for think the fans. I don't. But you can't control the game, or can you? I'm passionate. You think it's rigged? Here's what here's what I know. I'm passionate. Okay. Oh, I get to ask the double question. All right, here we go. Well, uh, I've already proven I suck. This is Little League all over again. I might get <laughs> traded. I might get traded from the podcast. So you got a man, he's dancing off first. Yeah. He's got a little speed. Oh, so there's good. a possibility you could score a run with a, with this double. Really? Maybe. 
It's very Here we possible. Go. All right. All right. Who won the first AL Manager of the Year award? Just the first ever AL yes. Manager of the there, Year? Give him a hint. You can, oh, you can give him a hint. On. Give him a hint. Give him a hint. This is, I, well, this the hint. Whole, the remember, hint I the just, can I say this? The hint is interesting. The hint's going to give it away. 1983. Let me, let me say this before 1983. any of this. It's very important that the listener know, remembers how charming I've been up to this point. <laughs> How I had nice anecdotes. I had some good stories. Tony La Russa. And uh, we go on. Okay. All right. So I'll ask you again. <clears throat> Jim Fergosi. No, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just he slow down. It. He said it. What do you mean slow down? Uh, that I'm was trying. Like I'm a, on your side here, like, brother. I don't even know what that was. That was like pounded into the ground to the, to the... To the pitcher who looks back, the runner like it's Tony Larusa, is it not? There you it's go, Tony Larusa. Tony Larusa. That's, right. that's, so, that's, right. that's what I thought you were gonna. I, yeah, honestly, I two. thought that he was doing. Was that which one was your answer? No, Tony no, Stor no. I think no. Tony Larusa. It's Tony Larusa, and, and again, yes. I alluded to this earlier. Tony yes. Larusa, and he was a third base coach for the White Sox. I broke my wrist uh, in the summer of I want to say 78, 77, 79. In the back of a record store? No, this was prior. This was prior. <laughs> this was me trying to jump a fence. Um, broke the wrist. And I uh, went to a White Sox game, and Tony Larusa. I was trying to get his autograph on a baseball, and Tony said, oh, what happened to your wrist? And I said, oh, I broke it trying to happen. And he signed my cast. Yes. And then he called the entire team over to sign my cast. Oh, that's fantastic. I, so from that day on, yeah. I was a huge Tony Larusa fan. Yes. How can he not be? That guy. Yeah. What happened uh, to uh, the next night? What happened the next night after I, the entire team signed my cast? What happened the next night? You lost it? Rain didn't oh. uh, protect my <gasps> cast. Uh, watch them all slip wow. away. Wow. Yeah. Sandwich baggy, something. Come I, on. We were at, I was Jimmy. at my brother's little league game and uh, yeah. it started raining and I was not prepared. That wow. happened. So you got second and third. You got men so you on got second and third. Two, two, two outs. Two outs. Two and I feel awful lightning. now because this lightning. one. Wait, I got two outs? You got two, two outs. outs. Oh, because I lost the Cubs thing too. No, no, wait, no, wait, hold on, no, no, no hold on, hold on. No. Was Tony Larusa your that first was a answer? To steal. Hang on a oh, second. I know. Was Tony Larusa when you did the comedic bit of talking, talking, Tony Larusa, I'm gonna keep talking. Which it was. It, it, it's Tony Larusa. That was. I, I, I honestly think that is, was his answer. You thought I was saying Jim Fergosi? Yes. No, it's okay. Tony Larusa. All right. Okay. So second and third. One out. One out. Okay. You but can, I still we'll revive. We 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 did some replay. We did some. Replay. Yeah, it was instant replay. Yeah, instant replay, and we Ugh. realized instant replay. Tony, I, truth be told, ground rule double. Ground rule double. Yeah. Yeah, the man was going to score, but he called back. I, I stand by my Tony La Russa. The way you two reacted, I panicked. <laughs> yeah. And then went, Jeff Ragosi. Because <laughs> I felt stupid. But I we're admit, trying to, I'm being we're vulnerable. Try, yeah, well, we're trying to, you know, not give it away is all I'm saying. I am, because I want him to score. All right, here oh, we go. So what do I got, man, on second and third? Second and third, second and one, third out. one out. Now, this is for, this is for a, a triple. triple. This is going to clear the bases. Here we go. Come on, White Sox. Three White Sox pitchers have won the Cy Young Award in White Sox history. So we got three Cy Young Award winners. Name two of them. Lamar Hoyt. That ball is in the air, and it is sailing. It's, it's, it's got a chance to drop now, so you still got to answer, but it's in the air. It's on its way to right field. You're not going to tell correct. me if I got that one right. It's correct. All right, so I got Lamar Hoyt. I got the— So it's on its, on its way. <sighs> sailing. No. I'm not gonna pull is this. The, did the is it, you said to right field? Yes, to right field. Is the is the right fielder getting a good good read, good break on it? Well, I mean, at this point, the right fielder is maybe about sixty feet away, and he is on his he is uh, on his horse, and and you you can see he's got a good line to it. He's got a good line. This is an interesting. I have an interesting question though. After this, okay, keep going. The center fielder was playing out of position. Yep. Jack McDowell. And ladies and gentlemen, that ball is rattling up against the wall. That is a triple. That is a three-bagger. Two runs are on there the board. Go. The Chicago Two White runs. Sox. And you doubted yourself. Do you give, know? Give me, give me the initials. 
Because I don't think I'll pull it, but if you give me the initials. Oh, for the third, you mean? Yeah. Just for... Yep. Just for EW? EW? EW. Ed Wynn? Is it voiceover actor Ed Wynn? <laughs> Very close. <laughs> I feel like you know what it is. You just don't know the name. Early Wynn. Ah, oh, yeah, right. 1959. 1959. It's a tougher one. Cool. Yeah. Well, I got, very I got, well done. Come on, McGowan Hoyt. All right. And so now, so it's, the yeah. White Sox are on the board. There is a man on third. Wait a minute. So I got two runs though, right? Yeah, two two runs. runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yo, so and uh, uh, still one out, right? Yeah. Well, so, so the outs don't matter. Yeah. You, I'm no, sorry. You they got, do matter. So you have one out. Now this one. One out. This one will so be you're interesting. Gonna, you're going to get controversy over that Larissa thing. I know. I stand by that. Was my first answer. No, I believe. I know. I can. I said the same comfortably. I saw you. I. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't want a Zaria Ahern. Okay, so <laughs> my here, here's a. This is a tough one. Oh, I think this is a tough one. You have to. What's a home one. run? And you yeah, gotta... exactly. So, three quote unquote clean white socks from or slash black socks from oh, the nineteen nineteen. I gotta name three of these guys. Scandal are in the Hall of Fame. So you, name it, them. It's the it's it's Chicago White Sox Hall of Famers. Nope. 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 Can you Nelly, name one Nelly of them? Fox. Oh. No, I mean, he uh, wasn't on the nineteen nineteen. John team. Cusack. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't pull this. And this this would ball be, game is, is over. No, that's only yeah. the second out. Over. Oh, no, you said you Nelly said Fox John, was the first? No, no, okay. no. John Cusack wasn't the real answer. Cusack, no. Come on. Yeah, you, All you right, got so nothing? by Nelly Fox, why is that's two outs? Well, this oh, Hawk's pouting right now. Hawk is silent I, right I, now. I'm, ne I'm never, I'm never going to pull these names, ever. We could sit here for seven hours. I will never... You can give me the initials. I would. I'm going to tell you this. I, I, I'm not exaggerating. I spent two and a half... LK line. <laughs> All right, now this ball game is over. over. All right, uh, Ray Schalk, no. or he, he was the catcher. Red Faber, what a great name! It's an Come awesome on. name. Pitcher, and Eddie Collins. That sounds like he should. He would be a modern, a modern day player, yeah. uh, second baseman. So here's what I'm going to yeah, tell you. I, I spent never, yeah. two and a half no, hours never. yesterday. Never. Yeah, I would never. No, I would. I, I'm with they you. Don't know you scored two runs though. You scored that two is, runs. That is the something board. to be proud of. Wait, did I get three outs? You yeah. got three outs because Nelly this Fox last one. And, yeah. and oh, this last one's a yeah. Yeah, you you you. This you ball game is over. You like the ball? <laughs> they were off. they were trying to give you an intentional <laughs> walk, and you swung. <laughs> you swung. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, <laughs> listen, Lance listeners Johnson. out there. Here's what I'm gonna say. Yes, I spent two and a half hours looking for White Sox trivia that doesn't exist on the internet. Like it was it was ridiculous how you could not find any type of trivia. So any listeners out there for any of the 30 teams, please email me at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com some cool trivia questions. Because honestly, the hardest part of this whole thing is finding these stupid trivia questions that just don't exist. I don't know why well, on the internet. decent questions. No, they're, they're decent, but that one's a really tough one that I kind of feel bad about now. But I was know, thinking I maybe because it's eight a home run. Really, we have to make the home run. You know, yeah, it's, it's got to be, gotta be you hard. You could have said, who's the outfield in the 1977 White Sox? And I would have had a better shot of getting that yeah. than this nonsense. By the way, let's go back very quickly before we uh, have to wrap it up. Uh, Kauffman Stadium has got to be one of your favorite stadiums. Okay, yeah. so yeah, let's. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so let's get back to. So hold yeah, on. Good. So All here's right, so right, so yeah, yeah Kauffman. So basically, I'll I, be going there for the first time in a couple weeks. Kaufman, I saw it when it was fake grass and real grass, and it's I it's beautiful. And the fans, I, I know you're anti them right now. No, 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 no. Listen, I, I love the experience. This there. is what I'll say, and this is why I'm comfortable saying that I'm kind of annoyed with the fans currently because ultimately, when I take my Tigers gear off and I'm just a baseball person. This is the absolute truth. The Kauffman Stadium is the stadium that inspired me to do the tour in the first place. I was watching the 2012 uh, MLB All-Star Game, and I was sitting on my couch in New York, and I just, you know, I had this dream of doing all 30 parkings. I was like six and all this stuff, and I was like, I really want to go to Kauffman. I'm going to just do all 30, because I, that, that place looks so beautiful, yeah. so gorgeous, 
And I'll tell you this, when I showed up there, you know, a lot of times you got these high, like when I went to Minute Maid, I had very high expectations because- oh, wh Why? Well, because of the, because of the tall The train, Hill. I want to watch that train no, go by. Because of Tall's Hill, because of the short porch, because of like the unique, because you're like, oh, it's, the, it's, I feel like this is the fun gimmicky baseball thing. And I got there and I was kind very of- Very sterile. Very yeah. sterile. Yeah, and I was very, very disappointed. But when I walked into Kaufman, as I said, the fans were unbelievably nice to me. I, I wore my Tigers hat in all 30 parks. They were unbelievably nice to me that they've got this great Hall of Fame where a guy dresses in old-timey baseball gear and teaches you all about the Negro Leagues. In the outfield, they've got mini golf. They've got fountains to play in. They've got all sorts of stuff for, like, if you got a little kid. Some could argue that's not good. No, here's why. So this is because I agree I with you for you and me and 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 uh, Anthony. But if you got a kid, you know, I'll be taking my little niece, Annika. Uh, she's one years old. I'll be taking her to her first game at USL. No, I'm sorry. It's going to be at Wrigley. But in Chicago, uh, coming up here in a week. And if you got a little kid who can't sit through three hours, I get it. But oh. that mom and dad still want to watch the game. You can still see access to the field from where you're at. And so it's something that's why I appreciate it. Yes. All right. Um, we approve. But so very quickly, I'll just say that. Baltimore, there's a reason why every single ballpark since 1992 has ripped them off or used the same and architecture. And it should have been U.S. Cellular. Should have been they that absolutely stadium. should have. Um, uh, what I say is, I agree with that. St. Louis for the view during the day because the skyline of the arch is beautiful. However, at night the entire city break goes black and you yeah, can't see anything. So PNC Park in Pittsburgh, PNC, I tell, yeah, I've not been there. Beautiful. Not, I tell non-baseball fans, go. I got kicked out because I wouldn't leave. I stayed 45 minutes after the final pitch, just chatting with an usher and chatting with the security guard. The city's beautifully lit up. Yeah, the yellow Clemente Bridge. It's a special. tiny thirty-eight thousand seat stadium, mm -hmm. and so no matter where you are, you feel like you're on top of the field. Where's Cincinnati in this one? Cincinnati's Cincinnati really is, is right? because really they've got the riverfront yeah. there. They've got. Um, I I'm not a fan of the fake steamboat. There's, in a, left field. there's a steamboat there. I think it's a little terrible. But I think but, when you're but when the you're, field I, itself I, I and the, the angels were in the volcano. Yeah, yes, they have the fake rock terrible, pile. Terrible. But so basically. There is something special to say about all 30 parks, even the ones that aren't that great. What's your least favorite? So thing? here it is. Let's go. It's Oakland because mm -hmm. it is a football stadium. And so the, for the first two to three innings, I was so I actually went to that game with my buddy Ryan and Ryan is not he's a baseball fan, but he's not us. And he, I was just pouting and I was like, oh, it was I had already been on the road for like 8000 miles. I had, you know, I was just I was so unhappy. And by I think the third or fourth inning, that crowd is it's so amazing. insane. I met these guys, and he calls himself Coco Fingers. He wears a Coco uh, Crisp, uh, uh, he wears a mask. Fingers. He's got a Raleigh Fingers mustache and Coco Crisp uh, yeah. uh, uh, wig, yeah. yellow and green. It's, I'll put a picture of it on, on clubhousepodcast.com. He's amazing. He's the best. And what I love about them is they brought the Raider Nation from Oakland to football, and they brought that level of insanity and passion and love for the team and took out the alcohol and, the anger, and, yeah. and, and yeah. anger. And ins and so there's some of the sweetest, nicest, most welcoming people. Yeah. And every single chant is organic. Yeah. It's not it was like all it, it was on every pitch. Yep. And this I is, went to two games. This is there. early in this season. And, the, and they've they're been not struggling. Good. They're not been good. But they were playing a tight game against the Angels, and everybody was in every pitch. I went to two games there. They won one, they lost one. I, honest to God, couldn't tell you which one they won and which one they lost. From first pitch to final out, those people are losing their minds. Do you know what you want to hint on? Which one? The one where they didn't have as many points as the other team. Ah, I didn't really pay points, attention to that. Points? Yeah, yeah. Can you see this from here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The points in baseball. You were just on the base. Well, and so here's what I will. We need to revise our <laughs> guest list. Look at that. Here. You should, yeah, you should bet a little bit better. Yeah, but so here's what I will say. Points. The year that Oakland builds them a 38 to 42,000 seat baseball only uh, stadium, I guarantee it right now they will win a World Series because it will be the scariest place for visiting fan visiting teams to play by a country mile. It will be so intimidating. 
for people to play because they're crazy people and I love them. Right. So there's that. Did I ever say that I was against the Oakland fans? You guys are <laughs> defending these people. Like I said something no, bad. No, no, no. Because it's the, the stadium. It's, it's, more, it's, it's, because, it's because the stadium. Did I get mad at a brick once that somehow I'm the guy that you have to, I'm telling you, Oakland's fine. It's because I, I it's, it wasn't. It's because I hate the stadium. And I don't like, you know, and for, I've met so many great Oakland people that right. when I say I hate your stadium, they get a little bit, you know, and but they understand They that. have to know. They, they know. It's like but Minneapolis knew that the, oh, the that, dome that was horrible. Oh, that dome was yeah. awful. But so bottom line is there are there's something cool and unique about even Tropicana, which isn't great. Yeah. You know, they 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 hold they host a hey, little chatter, they might go to Montreal. Have you been hearing this? Yeah, I feel like that's just lip service. So I mean we had some Canadians in here last week that uh, I would love it. I would love a little uh, insight. I would Did you love hear it? it speaking of on Twitter, there were people who compiled all of these people who were mad about the Supreme Court gay marriage ruling. They were like Man, our country sucks. I'm going to Canada. And there were all these people who didn't realize that Canada made gay marriage legal 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's, that was They're amazing. so stupid. They're so I know. They're it's, so uh, small-minded and yeah, bigoted. So, yeah. But so <laughs> we yeah. could yeah, honestly... Go, go to Canada then. Oh, yeah. Yes. And uh, see what it's like to live freely. We... Yes. <laughs> uh, we do hey, you know what? Yes. This is America. Love it or leave it. I agree uh, with you. These colors, don't, these, these, these colors don't run. Do not tread. On me. Okay, yes. so this is uh, how we end. Just got awkward. I'm scared. I'm scared. This is you how we end the your podcast. on our throats, Anthony, and all <laughs> of a sudden now the thing ends. And so this is how we end the show. Yeah, we like to ask our guest, kind of the quintessential baseball moment in their life. It doesn't have to be a big crazy moment. It doesn't have to be whatever. But it's that moment in your life that you feel defines you as a baseball fan. Whether you're a kid, you're an adult, with your son, with your wife, with your friends. I with think whoever. I've already hit on them. I think I hit all three, throwing off the first pitch and then crying in my living room. You I think, think so? There you go. Yeah. I mean, I was there, again, I was there when they clinched at the end. I, I was in, in 93, I was there when they beat, uh, when Bo Jackson hit that home run in the fog and it just basically, oh. it barely clear, it cleared, there's my Chicago Cleared. Accent. Barely cleared. <laughs> uh, dad, That's a Chicago Clear, because I can't say, it's barely. Barely. I, I can't say it. It <laughs> The ball almost didn't make it over the fence. Uh, it barely, God damn it to hell. It's all good. I anyway, I was there, and we were waving flags. So uh, I've had a lot of great experiences yeah. uh, in baseball. So I, I I've kind of covered them here. So I don't. Okay, yeah. well then yeah. let me let me amend it then. Which by the way, I'm super jealous that you got to watch Bo because Bo is a guy that I feel like for people a little bit younger than me don't fully comprehend. They what, don't understand, but they should watch that thirty. That, and 30. that, that thirty for thirty was perfect yeah. because Bo was one of the first books I ever read, like non school books type things that I, I didn't was Bo knows Bo. I was just so upset. I mean, it was a terrible book, but it was one of those. <laughs> it's an athlete. Yeah, exactly. But so, it was an author. But I love just he was so special. So I'll amend it. Then. All right, your son. Yeah, you've got a seven. Seven will be eight in September. Seven eight years son. This is about the time when I feel like the sweet spot for if you are going to do that, this is when it would begin. Like if if you are going to become a crazy person like us, yeah. And, and is this something that you feel he is going to want no. to do? No. Mm -mm. No interest in baseball. He, uh, I'll say this: he's uh, he's at seven better than I ever was at baseball, and he has no interest in it. How? And it's wow. frustrating. He's I also a very good dancer. I mean, you're not a good dancer. You've been. Uh, no, uh, uh, but he's a good. He, he should also do that. He should pursue dance or baseball, and I don't think he's going to do either. And uh, um, I, I, I wish he would have pursued. He had an awful coach last year. In Little League. Who was mean? Was it Jimmy Pardo? He was, uh, no, oh, no, okay. I'm nurturing and wonderful. I'm not the great Santini. Um, <laughs> he, uh, this guy, oh God, he was such a dick. He just, he he had his three favorites. And by the way, the three favorites at seven years old, these kids played like they were 20. They were, yeah. they were there's no question they were great, yeah. but he ignored the other kids. And my son was very, very good, but needed a little bit of, 
great jobs, great, you know, yeah, little, sure, you know, a little bit sure. of coaching, a little, a little pep talk every yeah. now and then. Instead, he was, man, who cares? Uh, but I think it soured him. This jerk soured my son on the game. Well, okay, Take there's a still time, though. There's Take still a time. Out you think I should get this guy whacked? Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'll do it. Hey, hey, guys. These amplify sound, you know that? This is going to make sure that people can go anywhere. We're just in a room. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, this will go anywhere. Oh, all right, fair enough. I control I control this thing. <laughs> what if you looked over, by the way, and it stopped 45 minutes ago? I, 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 my heart acted just stopped for a second. I saw a line that wasn't going. And I was, oh, God. Well, thank but, you so much. Yeah, this has been absolutely fantastic. This was great fun. Um, you know, is there anything? I mean, obviously, the Never Not Funny podcast, yeah, you know. JimmyPardo.com. Jimmy oh, Pardo. I've also got a brand new show premiering uh, July 25th on the Science Channel called Race to Escape. That sounds uh, awesome. It's about escape rooms. It's two teams. Uh, two teams of three are each stuck in a different escape room, and they have an hour to get out. If they get out in 20 minutes, they win $25,000. Come on. And you're hosting? And I am the host. That is. It is not a Jimmy Pardo show, but I am the host of the show. Yes. Sure. And right. I'm honored. The show is amazing. And a guy named Riaz Patel created it, and I am honored to be the host of it. That is fantastic. And that I sounds would, like an Indian name. Is that an Indian name? I, I Indian would assume so. I would assume. Riaz yeah, yeah. Patel. Yeah. I would assume. Patel? Yeah. You give me yeah, effing Patel? Is... Patel? What movie? What movie? Give me effing Patel. I don't know. Patel? You give... By the way, I'm not one of these guys that quotes movies, because I'm not I good at Neither it. Neither am I. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh. oh yes. Wait, is it Baldwin? Or, or... No, it's... Uh, I think it's Pacino getting mad that the... Mm. lemon? The, with mm. the leads. Oh. Patel, So I will then say, uh, uh, even though this is we're still months away from it, though I'm just such a huge supporter and love the Smile Train. It's something that you guys do for Podcastathon. Yeah. I just think it's it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. I want to let people know that. Well, I mean, you probably would be able to speak a little bit better. Well, well uh, Smile Train is a great organization that goes to third world countries and performs the surgeries uh, to fix children's cleft palates. Yes, and uh, we've been associated with them since 2009. And we've raised now over uh, this dumb little podcast, Never Not Funny, has raised uh, over half a million dollars. It's fantastic. And uh, so I'm proud and of it's that. So, and it's so, you know, it's and they're a, a great organization. Doesn't take that much money to help these kids. It costs $250 to do the surgery and only takes about 45 minutes. That's Ridiculous. Great. So for that little bit of money and that little bit of time, you could change a child's life. So thank you so much. My honor. Thank you. I almost stopped and did. We'll see you next time on. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so because this room is making me want to do that. So we will, uh, we'll just see you next time here in the clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located on 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and just the amazing baseball fans that are always hanging out on the bleachers inside this store, this place is just the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, I get it. So just please visit bergino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, anyone in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. On a side note, I'll just say, a, an unnamed airlines recently lost my luggage and the way they got it back to me was, hey, is yours the bag with a baseball player on it? So those bag tags really work. The Clubhouse is produced by Zach McNeese. The website and the logo were designed by Ronan Jora. You can follow Anthony and I individually at RoundingThirdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony on Twitter. Head on over to Earwolf.com to listen to Anthony continue the discussion with Jimmy and his brilliant co-host Matt Belknap on Never Not Funny right now. I was in the studio for that episode. It's hysterical. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.